Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com, SportsChatPlace.com, here with Chris and Brian. It is Wednesday. Wednesday, as Brian likes to call it. July 13th, 2022, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Major League Baseball season. Um, it is, uh, you know, these are the dog days of summer. We're past the halfway point of the season. Definitely the... Uh, we're st- we're going to see some separation soon, and you're kind of seeing why the trade deadline is where it is, and why some teams wait because I think you know maybe they think that they still have a chance, and we're seeing a lot of teams that have a chance this season um, more than ever, uh, to be honest with you. So um, even the Pirates, it's going to be an interesting um, trade deadline for them. Um, normally, a team that just unloads, and you know you look at um, what the Pirates' rotation could have been and should have been, you know, they would have had Cole, Italian, glass now. Um, you know, I mean, this is pretty strong, right? I mean, but, uh, it isn't. And, um, wow. Marshawn Blackman, the, his books, let him bet the game after it's over. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the Pirates, what they need to do is unload somebody like Quintana. But Brian Reynolds, the guy is only 27 years old. I think you keep him for the future. But that's just me. I'm not the GM. I think we all gave out the Reds on the show yesterday before the game started. Chris had it as one of his premium plays. I, Brian and I each gave it out at the plus one and a half. Someone actually criticized my video. I certainly didn't talk about it. I didn't mean to talk about it today. But if you want to talk about yesterday's picks, we can go right down the uh, right down the thing. I'll just talk about all the winners that I gave out yesterday also. I mean, I was a free pick superstar yesterday. 6-0 and on free picks, but 0-2 on my premium. So that's what matters. So I had the um, – I thought, you know, um, I thought – and I was going to wait till you go over the – yeah, maybe we'll wait till we get to the game, but – We've got a full card of games today. We've got um, daytime baseball and evening baseball. That's always the most fun um, when you have that sort of thing going on. And uh, see if we can get it cruising. Trying to find the show on YouTube here. Get all of our stuff together. Anyways, Chris, how are you doing today? Yeah, it's, you know, great day. I'm excited for today's card as well. You know, it's, there were a lot of nail biters last night. And I was actually surprised with how many low-scoring games there were, especially in the first half of the card yesterday. But uh, yeah, now we got to start. You know, as the, the next few days roll by, we're gonna start having to see who's putting guys on the trading block. And yeah, you made a good point. I, it's, you're seeing a lot more teams. You know, at least hold on, keep their cards close to the vest. Uh, a lot later than we'd expect them to. Haven't seen a ton of moves, and I think uh, obviously we'll have to wait for the trade deadline. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what, how that shakes out over the coming days. The Texas Rangers are, like, in that same category, too, where it's like they have, a you know, a chance. They're kind of, like, hanging around. It. And probably just a couple of pieces to the, uh, to the puzzle away from uh, being a postseason team. Um, you know, just... A lot of good stuff there, but let's just get into today's card. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, let me see. I'm just trying to, I'm really struggling on finding these things on the YouTube today. But people said that I stopped putting the bookmarks in. I didn't think people cared. So I will start putting them in again. 
So 0, 0.00 introduction. Okay. Yeah, I think I think as it stands right now, the Rangers probably an 85 win team if they can keep it going, maybe. But if they can, what if they're able to add some frontline pitching, oh, or you know, or something? If they can add some frontline pitching and maybe an extra bullpen arms, so you don't have to throw Matt Bush out there. Then maybe, maybe we're talking about a 90 to 91 win team and a potential wild card. We've got the makeup game in uh, Washington, flexing against Josiah Gray. A big, the big difference here is that Josiah Gray is one of the best daytime pitchers in all of baseball, and now he gets that daytime start. We've got the uh, Braves against the Mets, and the Twins, Joe Ryan, hasn't been quite as dominant as he was earlier this season, up against Aaron Ashby, who, well, kiss my Ashby, right? Said that yesterday about Ashcraft. Those are my two. Kiss my Ashby and kiss my Ashcraft. Chris, what do you think of these three games? Yeah, not Berea. I mean, we we have a few on here, but uh, I you know I was on the Mariners yesterday when it was great pitching at night, but like you said, great pitching during the daytime. A one point oh five ERA um, takes takes a little bit of the strength off of that play for me. But I'm gonna go actually with the under nine and a half in this one. I think Gray's daytime pitching comes out to play today. And I still think Chris Flexen. You know, he was solid in his last few starts. He's gone 3-0. and He's got a couple of road wins there. I think he delivers another solid road performance. Still lean towards the Mariners based on the value there, but uh, I think my stronger play now is going to be the under 9.5 in that one. Um, I like the uh, the under in the first five between the Mets and Braves. I just think these are two you know, front-end starters. Chris Bass is pitching fairly well, and Charlie Morton pitching a lot better than how he was early on in the season. I think these are just two pitchers that are going to frustrate the opposing lineups. You know, this a rubber match. This is big for you know these two teams in the division race. I know it's July, but heading into the All-Star break, um, I think you want to get some momentum. And it's also, for me, a lean towards the Twins. I just don't trust Aaron Ashby for the Brewers. I, I know the Brewers can hit, but and they did last night, but I think Joe Ryan leads the uh, Twins to a win here. Brian? Yeah, for the second day in a row, I'll take the Braves on the run line here. Charlie Morton's doing what he does a lot, and that's uh, su- uh, be successful in the second half of the season. Last 26 innings, 26 innings pitch, he's only allowed four runs. I think the Braves' bats stay relatively hot here and then win this game by at least two. So that's my favorite play of the, of the threesome. I like the uh, – I like the uh, – under first five innings in the Braves Mets. I think this one goes to the bullpens. Um, definitely will be decided there. I think Morton this is a hefty, hefty price considering how tight the games have been. Um, the Mets getting the best of it in game one, Braves getting the best of it uh, last night, but it, they did not um, pull away. They did not get the win until um, until later in it. Um, then um, Gray and Flexen. I had the Mariners as a premium pick yesterday, but I did not re-add it today. So I like the Mariners in that game, but Josiah Gray has just been um, a little uh, on the tough side um, at this point um, during the day. But I'm not really sure. It's just, you know, we're back to the same thing. The Mariners are 9-1. and one, The Nationals are 1-9 and nine, um, in their last 10. So is Josiah Gray going to be good enough to to hold up that, you know, as they say, (laughs) put put his finger in the dike, right, to uh, stop the uh, thing? 
Anytime I ever hear that expression, it reminds me of Scarface. How'd you gonna put your finger in the dike, man? How you gonna do that? <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm sure I offended somebody. Somebody down the line. <laughs> <laughs> totally not meant to be, you know, that I was just reciting a scene from a movie. It's like I was really hot on my light today. I'm not really sure what, what it is. Oh, man. All right. Let's give this a shot. And uh, I like the twins here with Ryan. I don't. I wouldn't pay up for him. You can see the lines drop twenty five cents, and um, probably for good reason. We moved to our next set of games. We got the Royals taking on the Tigers, the Giants, and the Diamondbacks. And game two, Eric Fetty. Tommy Malone's got a paying gig, Chris. <laughs> the fifth Malone. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking the Ramones. Never mind. He's the outcast, but. Uh... Now, you know, I'm going to go with the under eight um, in that Royals-Tigers game. The the Tigers, for whatever reason, is pretty bad against the uh, the, the uh, right-handed pitching this season. Second last in terms of batting average, in terms of overall hitting against righties. Uh, dead last in the majors in hitting on the road against righties, hitting just 196. I could bode well for Brady Singer. But uh, the Royals did get to Tariq Skubal, but in his last start against him, but uh, I think Scooble could actually deliver a competent outing here. Need a team hitting the ball all that well right now. I, I, I look for uh, I look for this one to stay under eight, close to a four to three kind of game. And uh, I'm going to go back to the well with the San Francisco Giants. I know Zach Gallon's the staff ace, and I think this is just another game that's decided by the bullpens. I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona had a lead late and Mark Melanson blew it for the uh, for the D-backs. So uh, give me the San Francisco Giants in that one. Brian. Yeah, I pretty much agree with uh, Mr. Ruflo here. I'm going to take the Detroit Tigers here with Scooble. He had a little bit of a scuffle, but got back on track in his last start. You're getting plus money with the Tigers and won six of the last ten. Uh, I'm going to go against my guy, Zach Gallon here. He's been roughed up over his last, uh, what, three starts or so. Bullpen game for the Giants, it looks like to me. I think Giants got back, bats got uh, woken up yesterday. I think they, at this price, there's no problem taking the San Francisco Giants at all, minus 130. I'm going to roll with Eric Fede here against Tommy Malone uh, in this uh, Nationals-Mariners game two. I also like the Royals. Um, Scooble is, uh, I don't know, I think he's uh, Finito Santiago. I think he needs to move back in the rotation. I think they need to get Casey Mize back and uh, Manning and uh, get Scooble back into that number four spot. But uh, the Royals kind of doing it. So, Brian, what are you selling today? No, uh, 0-2 yesterday. I got to bounce back from that. I got my titanium play, just $15. Or uh, you can get my three-pack that includes that $15 play, just $50 at pickdogs.com. Hopefully, uh, instead of free picks, sweep in my uh, premium pick sweep today. So make sure you check it out. All right. Chris? Yeah, for me, I I had a great day yesterday. We talked about earlier that big Reds uh, money line dog coming in for us, hoping to carry a lot of that momentum forward today. I got my $15 pickoff play. We're in the mix for six. We're going for six straight uh, pickoff play winners. Want uh, hope to keep that going as well. Also got um, a walk-off Wednesday three-pack. The $15 play not included in that three-pack. So four plays in total. 
got the pick the uh, pick out play for 15 the three pack for 40 or hop on something long term you get everything plus a little bit extra and use that code july 14 for 14 percent off you're running out of time to use it so we're in the we're in the bottom and we're in the top of the ninth inning right you got the reds plus 255 it's obviously a big play for you it's gonna you know help you on the leaderboards and in the standings and everything all of a sudden you know it's three two Bases loaded. Yankees make the move. They bring in Wandy Peralta. Not Wandy, <laughs> right? So they bring in Wandy. First, first play, first pitch, right? Ground ball to to the shortstop, right? And or ground ball to the no back to the pitcher. Back to Wandy. Wandy yeah. makes the stop. He throws it the guy out at home, right? Yeah. The catcher kind of you know stumbles or something. He's unable to throw the guy out at first, right? So he doesn't even make the throw. So you got mm-hmm. one out. Then next batter, ground ball to the shortstop. He comes home, cuts the cuts the run. You got bases loaded, two outs. What are you thinking at this point? I should have taken the run and a half, or are you saying you singing the Bun Bun song with Jonathan India up at the plate? I mean, what are you doing here? I was singing the bun buzz. <laughs> if it was a lot of guys, I would have been like, okay, maybe I should take the one and a half. But then I saw Jonathan India and I was like and I saw the you know he was batting the first couple pitches that at bat that at bat, and then I saw him foul a couple off. I was like, if Peralta leaves one up here a little bit. It was kind of a little flare, right? To to yeah, over was, the second baseman, right? Kinda yeah, like it was a, a little... looper into yeah, yeah, just over the second baseman's head, dropped in front of the in front of a, I think it was Aaron Hicks, and you th- you threw it in, and you just see Glaber Torres catch the ball at second, and just throw his hands down in disgust like you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I think a lot of Yankee betters uh, felt the same way at the uh, the gigantic Jericho price that they paid for that one. Um, you know, it was a, definitely a meltdown night with the Yankees and Dodgers both losing. Um, we got the Yankees-Reds, the rematch. Oh, I have my $15 big play as well. I have a bunch of other plays. Um for people with long-term packages, I might add a three-pack um, to it. I also have a, I also have an early play um, as well on the board for one of these early games, um, which I might put out on its own as well. But we've got the Yankees and the Reds, got the Marlins and the Pirates. Oh, so Stratton went over two innings yesterday in our over/under uh, wagering. He went two and a third, um, and uh, he was getting hit pretty hard when they took him out. But uh, Pablo Lopez on the ball on the mound today, and then we go to uh, Cleveland where the Guardians take on the White Sox. Pretty much as we drew it up on the Telesleater straighter, it was Bieber Bieber ball game one, and then game two, it was uh, the Pale Hose getting the best of it. Chris, what do you think of these three? Mike Miner uh, continued the Yankees. Yankees just five and five now in their last ten. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I do think that there, uh, there's going to be a lot of runs in this game. You see Mike Miner on the marquee. You automatically think the Reds could be down five nothing before they even take the field, and um, I think it's just, that's going to be a game that finishes closer to maybe eleven runs, something like a six five kind of game. So maybe take the Reds plus one and a half if the bullpen chokes it up again late for the Yankees. But uh, give me the over eight and a half there. Uh, I like the under seven Pirates Marlins. Uh, JT Brubaker, I think a better pitcher than a lot of his numbers would indicate. And Pablo Lopez, while he's cooled off from his hard, hot start to the year, he's still the number two in this Marlins rotation. And uh, I think that's just going to be a low-scoring game, something 3-2, kind of like uh, how Tuesday's result was. So maybe the under 
and uh, give me the over seven and a half uh, White Sox Guardians. You know, as much as I like Lucas Giolito, he's still been giving up his fair share of runs as of late. As of late, and uh, Aaron Savali has been doing that pretty much all season long. And I think this is another one of those games that finishes closer to double digits. Ryan, how about you? Oh, I'm gonna, for another day, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Pirates here on the run line. you got to lay a little bit of juice, but they won four straight games, five straight covers on the run line. Brute Baker, six okay starts in a row. Marlins has scored to combine three runs last two. I like uh, Mr. Lopez, but I think uh, this is a one-run game, so I'll take the Pirates on the run line. Yankees and Reds, I'm just going to lean towards the Yankees, minus three and a half at plus money. I think that's if you're going to take the Yankees, you don't want uh, negative odds and juice. Uh, Severi, I think uh, Yankees get some revenge for that uh, blow up yesterday. So I'll lay the three and a half, just small, to keep me interested. And those are the two I like. Reaver San Martin mowing down Aaron Judge there in the ninth inning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hasn't mowed down anybody. He mowed down Aaron until Judge last, until last night. <laughs> Anyways, I like the Marlins here. Pablo Lopez against Brubaker. I'm not a Brew. I just can't buy into Brubaker. I think the over in the Yankees Reds tonight. Yankees have been uh, big on the over, and uh, I like the White Sox here against the Guardians. Go to uh, Toronto, where I don't know. Is the one and nine for the Blue Jays in their last ten worse than the Nationals one and nine in their last ten? I would say it is. Um, because they had expectations. Two but, and eight last time. No, no they're one and nine in the last ten. Two and eight. One and nine. For our games, two and eight. I disagree. Well, he didn't win last night, so I don't know if it's updated. Yep, two and eight. Two and eight. Two and eight in the last ten. <laughs> Still misery. Absolute mm-hmm. misery. Um, I would still take the Nationals one and nine over the Blue Jays two and ten. Um, anyways, Blue Jays Phillies got the uh, Cardinals Dodgers and the Rays Red Sox. Chris, yeah, um, this this was a hard slate. You know, I was leaning towards the uh, the Phillies at uh, at that low price, but this line looks kind of funny to me. And Ross Stripling has been pitching. Somewhat better than uh, than I think a lot a lot of people expect him to at least coming into the season, and you know I I I would agree and disagree that I would take the the Blue Jays two and eight over the Nationals one and nine. Yeah, they had a lot of expectations, but we all knew with the glaring uh, the glaring deficiency in Toronto's team this season was, and that was the bullpen. It's just going to be a matter of if they actually take the steps to fix it, and you know there were a couple of one run losses in that. Uh, in that losing streak, yeah, the losses to Oakland for me inexcusable. But Tampa Bay is really no slouch. Seattle's been playing well, so don't cut yourself I mean, short. Yeah. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to lean towards the Blue Jays there. That price just really looks funny to me. And um, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Dodgers here. I just I like Tony Gonsolin, and. Uh, Simply put, until the, until he really stops paying off, I'm, I'm just going to kind of ride that card till the wheels fall off. So the price isn't too bad with him either. I lay the Dodgers with minus 154. Right. Uh-oh. He's kind of getting out. Nino's good graces. Uh, in, the, in this group, come on, wearing his Kershaw shirt tomorrow. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's, think, where, that's where Nino's shirt went. I'm going to wear the Nino's size shirt. It's going to be a crop top. See, someone's honking outside. <laughs> Might be a Roman Eliak out there. Um, I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays at home here on the money line. The Jays are 2-8 and eight last 10, but the Phillies have lost three straight. They're a little bit shorthanded in this series in Toronto. And, uh, they, to me, it looks like they're begging you for Zach Wheeler money because he's been phenomenal. But uh, Stripling... Coming back to earth over his last couple starts, only making it four or five innings. But I think the Blue Jays have enough in the tank to take out the Phillies today. And you know me, I'm a Dodger hater. I'll take the Cardinals with Wayne Wright at home, uh, even though Gonsolin's been awesome. I just think you're getting plus money with the Cardinals where they play their best baseball. And count me in on that. I'll take St. Louis. Blue Jays are just a straight fade until further notice. Um I got to go with Adam Wainwright and the Cardinals over the Dodgers because they just they just pick against the Dodgers every single game. And um, the Rays, just a little bit too high-priced for me to even bet that game. That's the issue there. Minus 190. Minus one. Might take a minus one. Could take the minus one. Move to our next set of games. And um, got uh, the Rangers and the A's. We've got the... Cubs and the Orioles, we've got the Angels and the Astros, and you've got the Padres and the Rockies. So yesterday I was watching the Cubs-Orioles game, and you guys that watched the show, you know that Brian and I were disagreeing like crazy on this thing. So I was watching the show, and they, I, it was the most, um, like better than Tony Romo at predicting what was going to happen in the game. They have the graphic, right, at the beginning of the game when the Cubs – Right when Ian Happ is is up and the Cubs have two outs, they have a graphic that comes across the screen. The Cubs lead the majors in runs scored in the first inning. The next pitch, he hits a home run. It was amazing, right? Then, later on in the game, after you know a typical Cubs blunder, right? One out, guy at third, um, you know... Line drive to the shortstop. The guy at third, three quarters of the way home. The guy just casually strolls over, touches the bag for the third out in a in a one run game. Um, you know, total Cubs. They come in and use his thrown four pitches, and they show this giant graphic, like with um, you know, showing like the full infographic. The Cubs bullpen has given up more home runs than any other bullpen in baseball. And the next pitch, the ball left the park in, I'm telling you, an eighth of a second. It was about an eighth of a second how, how fast that home run left the park. And it comes off. It was like this infographic. They're showing like how the Cubs have given up the third most home runs overall. And then they show... But the Cubs bullpen has given up the most home runs. And it's like not even close, you know? And it's like, crack! And the thing just like leaves the park in like half a second. It was like one of those, you know, it was like a Dave Parker home run. Like a laser, you know? And it was like, and it's the guy that's batting like 219, you know, that hits it too. It was just like the automatic, the first batter. You know, this guy was like... And he hits the next guy. <laughs> it's like just another day at the park with uh, for the Cubs, huh? Well, the wind's blowing in at Wrigley, I think, today. So it really isn't going to gonna help them. I mean, it's oh, like I, I, I love the Brian's strategy yesterday. It's like they're winning too many games. <laughs> 
so they can't oh, beat the work. cops. It's like, I'm not going to say I'm going to put my job on line today, but I would be absolutely shocked if the Cubs didn't win today. Get ready to be. Let's just say they're 17 and 28 at home. I wouldn't be that shocked if they lost the game. I, I would be utterly shocked to come if Justin me. Steele doesn't carry him on his back. And Jordan Lyles. Justin Steele, you make fun of Justin Steele, but. Five, five of his last six starts have been uh, solid starts, and he's had extra time off for paternity. They're league. not going to win, Brian. They're, they're not, not going. Win. They are there's, not there's, going to there's, win. There's been a lot of sleepless nights for Justin Steele. He's probably tired. Yeah, they they are not going to win. The man I, of steel is coming through today. No, oh, Lord, no way. Mr. Watkins has pitched great over his last two starts, but we know uh, what Watkins is all about. He's not as good as he's been his last two starts. <laughs> starts. Uh, it's, I think the Cubs get to them today. Yeah. There's no way that the books are going to pay you plus 120 for Baltimore. Nine straight wins. That's what you uh, said yesterday. That's <laughs> what I said yesterday, but I'm sticking to my You said yesterday. Jordan Lyles pitched with that chip on his shoulder after that all-star like snub. Lyles. He was dominating out there. It was like, it was all Lyles. It was, he had the, he had the smoke coming out of his nose like a bull. He was like, how could they not make me the all-star game starter? You know? He was like, he had his best stuff. It was like that home run that Hap hit. It was like, you knew he was going to hit the home run. It was like, and then Lyle, so he settled in. You know, he was in trouble at times. And, you know, he, he got out of it a few times. But, you know, he really, he really wanted to show that he should have been an all-star this season. I think the next series when Baltimore goes to Tampa Bay, that'll be some Baltimore value. Hopefully they lose this one to get some value back. I'll tell you where the value was, was yesterday on the Orioles at plus 105 against All the right. Cubs. You got it. I'll get you back today, and then maybe – is there – this is it for the series, isn't it? The only, the only Man of Steel reference is S-T-E-A-L because they're stealing people's money if you bet minus 142 on the Cubs. No. Easy, man, because it's so easy. Yes, just like yesterday. <laughs> it's like I, the logic is they're winning too many games. You don't want to pick. <laughs> it's kind of like this is Brian getting off the Drake 16 game win streak four games in. They've won too many games. It's no, like, probably 10 games in. I got off. Like, it's like, yeah, I'll leave seven to eight games on, on the table there. Anyways. I love, I love Brian, but it's just like it's like I'm gonna. They've lost the Diamondbacks. They've lost too many road games in a row. They've lost 22 straight on the road. Cubs are. I mean, the Orioles are winning too much. They're not. On my, they're not on my radar anymore. Rockies. The Rockies got me yesterday on the overturned call. They got me. The Padres were rallying. They had it all of the momentum gone, and then they overturned the call. The, the old overturn call. You know, the Yankees-Reds game ended on the overturn call. I was going to say that. Uh, uh, never question. Have you ever seen a bench, right after a call, start celebrating that they're going to review because they knew they They knew he was out by a mile. <laughs> yeah, it was like. They were high-fiving, ass-slapping. I loved it. Yep. They were like, they, they were just, they walked off the field, you know, before they even announced it. That was the fastest review I've ever seen. It was. Like, it was. It took like 10 seconds. And he's like, yeah, the call's been overturned. And it's like, holy crap. Anyways, what about these other games, Chris? Anything on these? Uh, have the Astros won too many games also? They're 8-2 and two against the 2-8 and eight in the last 10 Angels? Or, uh... <laughs> That's yeah. different because Otani's on the mound. About to cut in. Nah, nah, I was going to say, that's the only, just the only 
angle I, I would see for, for back in the Cubs here is is if you if you or sorry back in the Cubs jeez back in the uh, the the Angels here is is Shohei Otani. Other than that, the Houston Astros have been the hotter team. So I I, <clears throat> I, I took my my win with the Astros last night and, and said thank you. Now I'm going to leave it alone for a day just because I have a weird feeling about that one. But uh, I'm going to go with the Oakland A's plus one and a half. Paul Blackburn definitely done his better work, far better work on the road this season. And I, I just don't see John Gray as a minus 198 pitcher. I know that the range has been playing well and really hitting the ball well, but uh, still four and six in their last 10. I think this is just a one-run game. I think it's going to be tight with Blackburn on the road. So give me the, uh, the A's there. And, you know, call me a fool if you want, but I'm going to go with the Orioles here. I'll call I mean, you I, a fool. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. You, you'll call me a fool for less than I don't know, anything. But uh, Spencer Watkins... A 1.202 ERA since rejoining the rotation, three starts, over 17 two-thirds innings of work. I think they can. Uh, I think the Orioles can get another win here. So give me Baltimore plus 120. You don't think the you don't think the A's kind of uh, used up all their runs last night in extra innings in that game? It was six six in in yeah. in the twelfth. It was six six in the twelfth inning. They, they scored eight runs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe who knows? I think Chris wants a hat bet now. What you say, I, don't wear, I don't wear hats. All right. All right. But I, I mean, I will. I, I, I'm already 1-0 in hat bets this time. All season. right. Well, let's go then. I'm oh going to get my revenge from yesterday. I can't mess with Mitch because he always beats me. Oh, boy. All right. Why not? All right. Good. All right. Where do I, where do I win in this? What do you got, Brian? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I already gave out my picks. All right, I could, I'll go. I could give out a parlay. Oh, it's your turn. No, it's my turn. I like the Astros. Anyways, how about your parlay? <laughs> All right, I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs on the money line, the Chicago White Sox on the money line, and the Atlanta Braves on the money line. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over 8.5 uh, Reds Yankees, over 7.5 White Sox Guardians. And uh, the Oakland A's plus one and a half. I'm going to take the um, under in the Rockies-Padres game. I like the under in the Rangers-A's game. And I like the Tampa Bay Rays minus one and a half. It's Mitch for Brian Chris. Thanks for joining us. Make it a winning day.